I don't remember how to start a nap time episode, but, but here, here we are. are. Happy nap time. <laughs> it's time for a nap at the Dead to the World podcast. <laughs> Come over to our house. We'll tuck you in, give you a stuffed animal. And tell Tell you a story. (laughs) We'll actually tell you the story right now. Yes, we will. So welcome to Um, our episode where you tell us stories and we tell them back. Where you email us stories and we read them to everyone. Oh, wait. I was going to say we email them back. No, we don't email them back. Can you imagine if you email us and we just send it back? (laughs) We heard it here first. All right, mom, take it away. All right. So I have an email here from Stephanie. Says, hello, dream team. I want you to know that I love the podcast, especially the creep, the creepy, the <laughs> creepy stories of Halloween, sleep paralysis, and astral projection. I was wondering if you could help me out. I keep having dreams that I need to use the bathroom, but when I wake up, I don't have to pee. In the past, I can only remember dreaming about peeing in a dream if I needed to go. So, what does this mean? Here's the, my most recent dream. We were on a family vacation, and I was at a gas station needing to use the bathroom. When I went into the bathroom, I found it very dirty, but I really needed to go, so I did what most girls would do in the situation. I hovered a couple of inches off the toilet seat and proceeded to do my business. But as many of you ladies out there may have experienced when having to pee in this way, my aim was a little off, and I ended up getting pee on the back of my pants. Shoot, I hate when that happens. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there, done that. In my dream, I knew that I had a suitcase in the car with wipes that I could clean up with and some clean clothes to change into, but for some reason, I was not able to go to the car, and we continued with our sightseeing. All day, my family kept complaining about my pee stink. (laughs) Sad. Thank you for helping me figure out what this means and for letting me be part of the dream team. Love, Stephanie. All right, so I did a little bit of some interpretation work, and I found an article that talks about what it means when you pee in your dream. So I'm just going to share a little snippet and then we'll talk about what hers actually means. So it was from dreamchrist.com. And when you dream of urinating, it's uh, a sign that you're releasing negative energy and suppressed emotion. So if you dream, if you were to dream about peeing in front of people, that would mean that you're symbolizing a lack of privacy in your personal matters. Dreams of peeing in a bathroom, which is what Stephanie did in the dream. Uh, When you dream of peeing in a bathroom, it represents a certain feeling that you recently rejected. So if you had like an idea or somebody came to you and said, hey, we should do this, and you're like, nah, then it's kind of a sign that maybe you need to relook at that. And then I also Googled what a dirty bathroom meant because that wasn't part of this peeing dream article. And it said that if you dream about a dirty bathroom, it indicates bottled up emotions that are not letting you move forward freely. It's interesting how peeing basically equals emotions then. It does. Unless you actually pee your bed, then it means you needed to pee. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So to dream about the smell of urine would indicate that you're genuinely dehydrated. So this one actually didn't have anything to do with emotions. If you're dreaming about the smell of urine, it's your body telling you need you need to drink more water. I bet she woke up and was like, <gasps> just so chugged water. You know when that happens? Mm-hmm. Goop, goop, goop. Stephanie, tell us if that happened. So, and then if you dream that you can't pee, it means that um, in a short time, your problems and worries will end. Mm, okay. Uh, if you dream that you're, you urinate blood, 
It means that um, you are showing a loss of passion in life. Interesting. Sometimes I'm like, how do they correlate this? And this one's kind <laughs> of gross. I don't know why anybody would dream this, and I'm sorry if you dreamed it, and now I just shamed you by saying it was gross. <laughs> but taking a urine bath. What? If you dream of bathing with urine signifies a lack of control in your life. And if you see a problem ongoing, the dream warns you that you need to solve it immediately. That is very interesting. So uh, if you dream of dark urine, it implies that your mind is being contaminated. What you want in life may be at risk. And so you will endanger yourself later if you don't change. So I don't know. Hmm. That could be all kinds of things. Here, Lexi, if you dream of dog urine, if you see a dog peeing on you, that's a good sign. It's usually a sign that you will have a pleasant moment with family or close friends soon. Rough. Well, I have never had a dream of a dog peeing on me. <laughs> and then if you dream of drinking urine, oh, Ew. Dear. that would be a sign that a lot of money and excellent wealth is in your life. All, All right, right. I'll be right about back. Dreaming of urine. <laughs> and the last one, baby urine. If you see a baby peeing, this signifies rebirth and a new beginning. Often this dream comes when you feel that you cannot achieve any results. So basically, any dream that has to do with peeing is just talking about sign of turmoil in your life that you just basically need to let go of. Okay. Move on. Or you're dehydrated. And yes, get, get some dehydrated. more water. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to kick it over to Tasha. I also just wanted to say that was a very cute, nice email. Thank you, Stephanie. Yes, thank We're you, We're happy you're part of the dream team. All right. So I have an email here from Michael. 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 What up, Mike? Can I call you Mike? Can, I, can we call <laughs> Mike you Mike? <laughs> you know we're obsessed. <laughs> uh, he says, last night I had a dream. I was attending a concert and, the, and a band was playing. In the dream, the band member came on stage and announced to the crowd, we are looking for anyone who knows how to play the guitar. I automatically raised my hand and was hoping that they would pick me. I shouted, ooh, me, me, ooh, me, me. They pointed and said, okay, come on up. When I went to go on stage, the security guard wouldn't let me pass. The band member told them it was okay for me to pass. I then went up and walked to the left side of the stage towards the back, and they gave me a guitar. I went on stage with the rest of the band, and we started playing their songs, and the crowd was going crazy. I was playing the guitar as best I could in my dream. I wasn't the best, therefore, a lot of the chords I didn't really know. I kind of faked it in the dream, and it didn't really seem to have a negative effect, like no one could tell. After playing for a while, we took an intermission, and backstage, I had a lot of fun and was getting along with a lot of the band members. At one point, the band manager came to me and told me that she wanted me to listen to the next song so that we knew what we'd be playing on stage. They said it was different than the original song, and they'd mixed it up a bit and wanted to make sure that I would know how to play it before going on. I listened to the recording and told them that I could hear the difference and that I would do my best. We went <laughs> up on stage, played. It was awesome. I felt like a superstar. That's so That's cute. Cool dream. That's a cute dream. I know. And I was like, wow. It, so, like, I'm picturing, like, you know, like, when you're, like, doing something completely wrong, but it, like, didn't affect anything at all. That, mm -hmm. that is, like, that's funny. It reminds me of the scene in Freaky Friday where the yes. mom doesn't know, so she's in the back playing it, and she's like, yeah, I'll just pretend. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's like, yeah. What's the song? Away, away, Yeah, something away. like that. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, so Michael, that's a good one. Thanks. Oh, yeah, they like that. He that didn't cute. ask for an interpretation. He just was sharing the story. Just sharing the, the uh, story. It's a good one. It is Rock a good on, one. Mike. Rock, Rock on, on, Mike. Rock on, Mike. <laughs> 
My turn? Lexi's turn. If you could see me now with my little horns and my... <laughs> Rock on, Michael. Like, who does that? Like, kiss? Yeah. Yeah. The Thank kiss cover. sound cover gross. Okay. So my nap time story is from our listener, John. Woo! Hi, John. And he actually is my friend. He's been friends with Sebastian since like seventh grade or something. Oh, cool. <laughs> and he sent this text. So I'm just going to read his text of his dream. Um, it's to a group message that we share. And I literally was like, you have to let me share this on a nap time. Probably because I'm in it. So I was like, let me share this on my podcast. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. So he said, fun fact, I don't dream, but I do have nightmares slash tears. The reason I bring this up is because everyone in this chat was in my nightmare last night. We were celebrating Lexi's birthday and everyone showed up and blah, blah, blah. Then after the party, the four of us, and he's meaning himself, his wife, Lupe, and then me and Sebastian. Mm -hmm. He said, we all hang out. Sebastian went to use the bathroom. And then I remembered that I hadn't told Lexi happy birthday yet. I said, happy birthday, to which she responded, you're welcome. (laughs) Which is funny. (laughs) Imagine, You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Lupe then sneak attacked me from behind to wrestle and her hair got in my mouth. I reached to get it out, but Lexi stopped me, and the hair just kept getting more and more in my mouth, and I was suffocating. I could hear you all laughing because we were messing around, but I was thinking, hey, this isn't a joke. I can't breathe. Then the laughing stopped, but no one helped, and I was clawing at my own face to try to save myself, but I blacked out. Oh my! Then I woke up gasping for air and had terrible muscle pains all day. Oh, Oh that's scary. And then I responded, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was something like, oh, we would never... Like, oh, gee, that's scary. We would never let we you would never just and let die. You die. <laughs> and he said, I don't think dreams or nightmares have deeper implications or subconscious merit. So I don't feel like you guys would actually let that happen or think that you guys are like the versions of you in my dream. Just a weird story that happened to have y'all in it. Wow. Oh, that's so weird. But I also think it's interesting. He doesn't think dreams mean anything. Hmm. Just in his opinion. I was like, hmm. Can't relate, but Can't that's relate. all right. We all have different opinions. <laughs> John, have you been listening to the podcast? You know? Yes, I think he is. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a supportive friend. <laughs> yes. So it kind of reminded me of what was that one with the toothpaste or the spit in the mouth that just kept oh, yeah. clogging up the oh, mouth yes. and kept you, like, spinning it breathe. out and it kept being more. Yes, I remember sharing that. I think it was my story. That's mm-hmm. not my me story, of. but a story, a story you shared. shared. Yeah. I can't remember what the interpretation was, though, so sorry. If you guys want to listen to that episode, it was one of the deciphering dreams. Can't tell you which one. Can't tell you which how, one. I don't ooh, remember. How about you listen deciphering to Deciphering dreams roulette. <laughs> yeah, ooh, yeah. one and find out. Look at this one. Look at this one. All right, Mom, back to you. All right. So to preface this, I saw a post on Facebook from Daddy Dell's cousin's cousin, daughter, cousin's daughter, what? <laughs> Her name's Jill. Anyway, she's a relative, but just a little bit distant. Gotcha. She knew we had a podcast. She didn't know exactly what it was about, but she posted this post and I asked if I could share it. And then she shared with me a little bit more information. So I'll just kind of go through how it went. So this was the post on Facebook. Danny was one of my very best friends in middle school and high school. Today, he would have been 41. His laugh was distinguishable and his smile was adorable. We dated for a couple of weeks in middle school, but we were way better as friends. We made one of those teenage packs in high school that if either of us were not married by 26, then we'd get married. That was before he came out and before we could imagine dating people for years before taking that jump. He turned 16 in ninth grade and was the first of our friends to get his license and graciously became our taxi. 
He blasted Sublime all the time and was adamant that they had a song that sang his birth date, April 29, 1992, not April 26th. The April 29th version was on the secondhand smote comp- compilation album released in 1997. Danny passed away in 2016, but I felt as close or closer to him over the last few years as I did in high school. He has shown up in my dreams more than any other person I was close to who has passed. I feel he is checking in on me and letting me know that he's still around and that he's okay Aww. and that he loves all those he left behind. He loved his family so much, and I know he loved all his friends, past and present. I have so many great memories that don't seem like they were over 20 years ago. We miss you and just love you so much, my Danny. Oh, that's Aww, cute. That is cute. And he visits her. Yeah. So I reached out to her, and I, I just told her that I was very touched by the post and that it would be perfect for our podcast and asked if we could share it. And then she was like, Dawn, I didn't know your podcast was about that. I love it. I need to check it out. And yes, go ahead and share it. I have been visited by Danny so much over the years, but the last month he actually spoke to me, which has not happened before. In a way, I feel like he has been working on being able to talk to me. When he shows up in my dreams, it's completely a completely different feeling than a dream that you can control where you can fly or do something super awesome. Danny was part of a close little friendship group, about 15 of us. He asked me to be his girlfriend at a dance in ninth grade and said he was going to ask one of our other friends, but he decided to ask me instead. And then she was like, OMG, I just barely remembered that part. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It lasted a few weeks or a month, but we remained close friends through, through high school. I saw him a few times between graduation and 2009 when I got married. I stayed in some contact with him on Facebook over the years, but we did not hang out. He struggled a bit with his sexuality and addiction over the years, but had been happily out for years. He was sober for three years before he accidentally overdosed in 2016. Many people my age and grade have passed over the years, but this one hit me very hard because we were so close at one time. Many people have shown up in my dreams after they passed, but Danny has shown up the most. Each time it seems our connection is stronger, and if you want details of the last dream I had with him, I'm happy to share. And then, of course, I replied, yes, of course, please send me the details. Yes, of course. (laughs) So she said, to preference some events that led up to the dream. Preface. Preface. What did I say? Preference. You said preference. (laughs) Sorry. Like the dance. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. To preface some of the events that led up to the dream. I woke up a few days prior and smelled tequila, which was my first thought, or maybe just my dog's fart as his butt was in my face. (laughs) What was your dog drinking? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have solid proof there. Anyways, my best friend texts me two days later, and she said she was going through some old pictures, looking for some pictures of her mom and her for a retirement party, and pictures of Danny kept coming up, almost falling out to her. She told me she could hear his laugh so clearly. The picture she sent me was one of him in high school at her house. Us three were hanging out, and he had just taken a swig of tequila rose before right before the picture. His face is disgusted. It was the only alcohol we had access to that night as we were in high school. What's tequila rose? It must be a type of tequila. Maybe a brand of tequila. Okay. I just didn't know if you knew. I didn't know. I don't know for sure. Gotcha. And then she clearly it don't taste good. (laughs) No. That day I kept thinking of him and as I was walking to the golf course down the street from my house for my nephew's golf tournament, butterflies kept flying in front of me. Throughout the day they kept flying by. 
I understood it could be a coincidence to some people, and butterflies are everywhere, especially because it's spring. But to me, it was Danny saying, hello, here's my dream. I was walking and talking with someone, and he came walking up to me with who I believe was his younger sister. The person I was with said hi to his sister, and they went off and talked. I gave him a huge hug and said, oh my God, Danny, I love you so much. His hug was so real. He said, I want you to know your boys are okay, meaning him and possibly another friend of ours that had passed away four months before Danny passed. I also think he said, I love you too. He also said, I need to tell you something. And I just had to ask him real quick, do you send me butterflies? And he said, yeah, sometimes. But I could tell he wanted to tell me something else. Then I woke up. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry, Danny. He was always wearing a bu button-up plaid shirt, and that's what he was wearing in the dream. He had never talked to me before, but each time I've seen him, we've connected closer. I got to hug him, and I felt his hug. It was such a strong hug. There was like a vibration when I hugged him, too. When he walked up to me, I was so surprised and excited to see him. It made me stop and think, is this real? Then it hit me he passed. But more and more, it's not about whether I'm dreaming or not. It's that Danny is there and he came to see me. This meeting was the most vivid and best communication I've had with anyone. I feel closer to him than ever, like back in high school clothes. Luckily, I have so much detail because I text this to a friend right when I woke up. Details are a little bit less now, but they were very solid then. Wow, that is so cute. Yeah, and just, you know, of course, if you listen to our imagina Imagination versus Visitation episode, you know how much we love the idea of visitation, and we need to do another episode about that We soon. should do that. Should but we do that next week? We oh. could. Do you guys want it? Guess what? By the time you hear this, we probably already decided. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yep. But literally, like, just touched my heart. It, yeah, I like it a lot. Also, kind of off topic, but something I've literally never thought about before. Like, obviously, I've thought about my parents dying or my husband dying. Never thought about the fact that your friend, like, that's mm -hmm. sad. Yeah, that your best friend could Your pass best friend away. will pass away at some point. Like, for some reason, that's just not something I've ever like, thought about. cross your mind, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in some people's lives, that would be more devastating than, than their family. Because they true. spend more time with them. Yeah. Like, for a long time, I never understood, like, people's sorrow as much when somebody passed away. But it's because I didn't ever have somebody pass away that I saw every day. Mm. So, like, once my parents passed away and that was somebody that I saw often and talked to often, then I understood how hard it is. Yeah. I have a high school friend that is no longer here. Mm -hmm. And I've never dreamed of her or talked to her in that sense. But I feel like she knows that, like, I miss her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's very evident by that dream that, is his name Danny? Danny. Danny obviously loves her very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was one of his big supporters. So I appreciate it, Jill. Thanks for letting me use that. Yeah. I really liked that. That was very good. Yeah, that was good. Um, the friend I'm mentioning, remember, I do you know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I wrote her or gave her that book in elementary school. Mm -hmm. I like wrote her that personal like best friend book no okay. i don't remember Anyways. who is that what's her name oh i know who you're talking about yeah 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 that's so sad i know and i think like it would have like hit me more 
if we were closer friends after like high school and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, you kind of graduate and then you kind of go on your separate ways mm-hmm. and you don't talk as much. Drift apart. And so like, I wasn't like super, super close to her when she passed, but like we were super, super close friends in like elementary school. Growing yeah. Up. You guys hung out all the time. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you for joining us for this nap time story today. Thank you for sending your stories. And if you have anything you would like to send it, you can send it to dead to the world podcast at gmail.com. And we hope you join us next time for the Dead to the World nap time stories. Bye. Bye.